Welcome to Truths for Life with Pastor Teacher Chris Hall. Tonight we turn in the book of Revelation to Revelation chapter 5, and we'll look at the first 10 verses. Now, this is a scene that John is allowed to see in heaven. We have progressed to the book of Revelation where we have different scenes. Uh, we'll have a scene in heaven, what's going on in heaven. And then in the book of Revelation, the verses will turn to what is going on on the earth at that time. And always what happens in heaven has a ramification of what is about to happen and what is about to occur on the earth. In this scene, John is allowed to see into heaven, and he's allowed to see a scene where the Father is on the throne and a question is asked, a very important question. John hears the answer, and the answer he hears is an answer that encourages him and is an encouragement to all of God's people at all times, because there is one who is worthy. Let's read these verses together, together. Revelation chapter 1, or chapter 5 rather, beginning in verse 1. John said, And I saw in the right hand of him who sat on the throne a scroll written inside and on the back, sealed with seven seals. Then I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, Who is worthy to open the scroll and to loose its seals? And no one in heaven or on the earth or under the earth was able to open the scroll or to look at it. So I wept much because no one was found worthy to open and read the scroll or to look at it. But one of the elders said to me, Do not weep. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has prevailed to open the scroll and loose its seven seals. And I looked, and behold, in the midst of the throne and of the four living creatures, and in the midst of the elders stood a lamb, as though it had been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God, sent out into all the earth. Then he came and he took the scroll out of the right hand of him who sat on the throne. Now when he had taken the scroll, the four living creatures and the 24 elders fell down before the lamb, each having a harp and golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of the saints. And they sang a new song saying, you are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals for you were slain and have redeemed us to God by your blood out of every tribe and tongue and people and nation and have made us kings and priests to our God. And we shall reign on the earth. Dr. Gray, Donald Gray Barnhouse was a great preacher, great Bible expositor of the past generation. Dr. Barnhouse once wrote that there are four things that are out of place in the universe. First of all, he said, the church is out of place. As a bride belongs with her groom, the church is in its fullness, in its fullness belongs with Christ in heaven. So the church is out of place. Second of all, Dr. Barnhouse wrote, Israel is out of place. 
The Jewish people should be at peace and in full possession of the land God has given to it. Thirdly, Dr. Barnhouse said that the devil is out of place. He ought to be eternally sealed in the lake of fire, but he's still roaming free. And finally, Dr. Barnhouse said that Christ is out of place. Instead of interceding for his people, he should be seated on his throne, reigning over all of creation. One day when Jesus comes again, all four of those things will be set right. In Revelation chapter 5, verse 1, the Bible says, John writes, I saw in the right hand of him who sat on the throne a scroll, written inside and on the back, sealed with seven seals. As John's vision of heaven continues, he sees God the Father sitting on the throne of heaven holding a scroll. The contents of the scroll John saw were divided into seven sections or chapters. Each section of the scroll was separated by a wax seal to move from one section to the next in the scroll required that a seal had to be broken. From the verses that follow, it is clear that this scroll contains a record of the judgments and the end time events that must take place before Jesus comes again in great glory, when he will judge his enemies, set up his earthly kingdom on a renewed earth, free the earth and creation of Satan's presence and sin's curse, and usher in God's eternal kingdom in the new heaven and the new earth. And so God, who sits on the throne, has this scroll. It has seven seals. And he holds the scroll, which contains all of the events that must take place, the judgments that must come, and the events that must take place before Jesus comes again in great power and glory. Next, I want us to see not only the scroll, but I want us to hear the question that is asked. In Revelation chapter 5, verses 2 through 4, the Bible says, and John writes, that I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, who is worthy to open the scroll and to loose its seals? And no one in heaven or on the earth or under the earth was able to open the scroll or to look at it. So John said, I wept much because no one was found worthy to open and read the scroll or to look at it. Next, John said that he saw and heard a strong angel speaking with a very loud voice, a voice that penetrated every corner of the universe. The angel was seeking someone who was worthy, someone who had the standing, someone who was able to take the scroll from the hand of the Father, to open the scroll, the break, to break the seals, and to carry out and fulfill the final plan of God. The angel asked, who is worthy to open the scroll and execute God's final plan of judgment and redemption? He was asking, who has the power to defeat Satan and his demon host? Who has the power to wipe out sin and its effects upon creation? Who has the power to reverse sin's curse on creation? Who has the power to complete God's plan of redemption and to make all things new? But as the echoes of the angel's cry recede, there is only silence. No one in heaven, no one on the earth, no one under the earth is found worthy or able to open the scroll and to bring about God's final plan for creation. When no one steps forth, John begins to weep. 
He said, I began to weep greatly when it seemed that no one would be found and could be found who was worthy to open the scroll and to execute the final plan of God. Now, why was John weeping? John wept because he wanted to see this world rid of evil and sin and death. Don't you? John wept because he wanted to see Satan's uh, defeat finalized. He wanted to see Satan finally vanquished to hell. John wept because he wanted to see creation restored to what God had intended for it to be. John wept because he wanted to live in a world free from all of the evil that was going on. John wept because he wanted to see God's kingdom finally established on earth. John wept because he wanted to see Jesus exalted. He wanted to see the people of God vindicated from all that had been heaped upon them throughout all of the centuries. John wept because he wanted to see the people of God reigning with Jesus, as was promised. But none of that could happen if no one could be found who was worthy to open the scroll and complete the plan of God. Wouldn't you weep too if it seemed that Satan would never finally be defeated and judged? Wouldn't you weep too if it seemed that the world and all of creation would never be purged and freed from the curse of sin? Wouldn't you weep too if it seemed that the wrongs of the earth would never be made right? That the righteous would never be vindicated? That the wicked would never be punished? That God's kingdom would never be established on earth? That the new creation and God's new day would never come? John wept because he was tired of seeing what he was seeing. And he wanted the people of God to be vindicated and delivered. He wanted to see Christ come in all of his glory. John wept. Is there no one worthy to open the seals and to fulfill the plan of God and for Christ to come? We've seen the scroll. We've heard the question. But now let's see the one who is worthy. Revelation chapter 5, verses 5 and 6. But one of the elders said to me, do not weep, John. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has prevailed to open the scroll and to loose its seven seals. And I looked, John said, and behold, in the midst of the throne and of the four living creatures and in the midst of the elders stood a lamb as though it had been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent out into all the earth. One of the 24 elders told John, don't weep. Yes, it is true that there is no angel in heaven. It is true that there is no human on earth. And it is true that there is no one under the earth who is worthy to take the scroll, to open the seals, and to complete the plan of God for creation. But the elder told John, don't weep, because there is one who is worthy. There is one who is worthy to take that scroll. There is one who is worthy to break those seals. There's one who is worthy to complete the, lamb of, uh, the, the plan of God. And the one who is worthy is Jesus. Jesus is worthy. He is the one who has the power, the standing, the purpose to complete the plan of God and complete the promises of God. What makes Jesus worthy? to open the scroll, to complete the plan of God. The angel said Jesus is worthy because he is the root of David, 
which speaks of his, his eternal and divine nature. Jesus is worthy because he is the lion of the tribe of Judah, which speaks of his power to conquer, to judge, and to rule. Jesus is worthy because he is the lamb. He is the lion, but he also is the lamb, which speaks of his sacrificial death and his power to save and redeem from Satan and sin all who will repent, repent and surrender to him. Jesus is worthy because he is the all-powerful and all-seeing Lord who through the Holy Spirit of God is in the world saving those who will repent and receive him and judging those who refuse to do so. Jesus is not only worthy because of who he is. Jesus is also worthy because of what he has done. Jesus has triumphed over Satan and sin. Jesus has won the victory. That victory was won at the cross. That victory was sealed by the resurrection. Jesus Christ has won. He has triumphed over Satan and sin. He triumphed by living a perfect and sinless life. He triumphed at the cross where he defeated sin and death and all of the forces of hell. He triumphed by his resurrection, by rising in victory from the grave. Jesus is worthy because of who he is. Jesus is worthy because of what he has done. He has won the victory. The final part of the victory has not been executed yet, but it will be. When Jesus, who is worthy, steps forward to take that scroll, to open those seals, and to complete the plan of God. Not only is Jesus worthy because of who he is, Jesus is worthy because of what he's done. Jesus is worthy because of where he is. Jesus is in the middle of heaven. He is in the place of honor and sonship next to the throne of God. Jesus himself is the living Lord who has triumphed over all. Believe me, there is no question as to the final outcome of what will happen in the end, the victory is assured. Jesus has won. Why does he delay his coming? Why does he delay stepping forward and opening the scroll, which he will do surely one day? There's probably one reason why. Because he desires that none perish, but all come to repentance every day. Is a day of grace given to those who have yet to believe in Christ, to those who yet live in rebellion and rejection. Every day, every moment, every hour is precious. My friend, if you have not believed in Jesus, trust in him today. Jesus is worthy because of where, he's in, where he is. He's in heaven. He's next to the throne of God. He's the living Lord. Jesus is not in the manger. 
Jesus is not on the cross. He is the exalted Lord of heaven. And one day he will step forward, he will take that scroll, and he will complete the plan of God that is recorded in the Word of God. When Jesus comes forward and takes the scroll from the right hand of God who sits on the throne, heaven erupts in worship. Verses 7 through 10, He came and took the scroll from the right hand of him who sat on the throne. And when he had taken it, the four living creatures, which represents creation, the 24 elders, which represent all of the saved of all of the ages, fell down before the Lamb. Each one had a harp, and they were holding, they were holding golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of the saints, and they sang a new song. You are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals because you were slain. and With your blood, you purchased men for God from every tribe and language and people and nation. You have made them to be a kingdom and priests to serve our God, and they will reign on the earth. When Jesus steps forward and takes the scroll, all of heaven and all of the universe breaks out in worship. The long-anticipated triumphal return of the Lord Jesus Christ to the earth is about to happen. The final defeat of sin, death, and Satan is about to be accomplished. The Lord Jesus Christ is about to establish His glorious millennial kingdom. Sin's curse will be reversed. A believing Israel will be saved. And the church and the people of God will be honored and exalted and granted the privilege of reigning with Christ in a redeemed universe. Hallelujah. That makes me want to worship too. And I know you as well. In conclusion, one day every person will stand before Jesus. To them, Jesus will either be the lion who is their judge, or he will be the Lamb of God who has taken away their sins because they have repented and surrendered their life to him. When you come before Jesus, who will he be to you? The lion who will judge you or the lamb who has redeemed you? It depends on what you do with Christ. He is worthy. He's worthy of praise. He's worthy of honor. He's worthy of love. He's worthy of devotion. He's worthy of our highest commitment. He's worthy of our complete surrender. He is worthy because of who he is and because of what he's done. He's worthy because of what he will do in your life if you will trust in him. Thank you for joining us for our program today. Truths for Life with Pastor Teacher Chris Hall is a presentation of Hall Sports Communications. To contact us, you can send an email to chrishall71 at hotmail.com. That's chrishall71 at hotmail.com. Be sure to join us for our next program. Until then, stay safe and may God bless you.